The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Pollard streaks in. Streaks in. Touchdown. has Prescott keeps it. And he bangs it in for the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Nick Harris, John Mashoda, and Kyle Yeomans. It's time for a Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. Good morning, Cowboys Nation. It's time to talk about the boys. It is. There's a lot to talk about. Unfortunately. There is a lot Unfortunately. to talk about. Before we get into it, and I don't want to waste a ton of time, I just want to comment on Isaiah's shirt. If we can get a one-shot on this shirt here. Oh, you're talking about this whole thing right you're here? talking about that, that thing right there. Yeah, sit up straight. You've got Micah Parsons on the left, his football card. Really cool-looking shirt. Mm-hmm. On the right, it's the Mud Dogs mm-hmm. and linebacker Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher. <laughs> Who's better is what the title is over the you top. Do it too good. Who's better? Who would you rather have, Michael Parsons or Bobby Boucher? Hey, only one has a ring. Who's that? Bobby Boucher. <laughs> He's got. He does have a ring. I mean, when you think about it, the, both of these guys are dominant. I mean, when they're on the field, teams fear them. That's true. I'm just saying, Kyle. It's true. I mean, when you thought about one dominant football player in all the movies that you've ever watched, who do you think about? I uh, think about. Um, uh, uh, Willie Beeman first. Willie Beeman yeah, was nice, think, but he wasn't dominant at first. Boucher. Yeah, and I think about Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher was just, he was a dude. Oh, he was a also dude. Dwayne the Rock on the Game Plan. Y'all remember that movie? I do. Whenever he was playing <laughs> I quarterback, I do. Yeah. <laughs> and he just didn't pass to his receivers. But, I, I, whenever, <laughs> but whenever I runs through people, whenever I visualize Michael Parsons chasing down quarterbacks, I literally think about Bobby Boucher like. Mm! <laughs> <laughs> chasing him the whole way. That's what I envision. So I don't know. That's how my mind works. Can uh, Bobby Boucher play boundary corner? Mm. I'm not really sure. You like that segue? He, he can, I did. He, yeah, like he could poke you an eyeball though. Okay, <laughs> Captain Nathaniel. So now that the, now that the fun <laughs> is out of the way and we've we've had some fun, let's uh, let's turn our attention to the not so fun. Yeah, let's not have any more fun. Yeah, uh, Trayvon <sighs> Diggs. Try to. You put a smile on everybody's faces. No, I agree. It's a say it with your chest Friday. We're supposed yeah. to come in with energy, but this one, this one stings. Yeah, yeah. it stings. Thing. Yeah, if anything, it hurts. Uh, Trayvon Diggs out for the season, torn ACL during practice yesterday. Not exactly what we anticipated from open locker room yesterday. The news rained down at about two o'clock Central Time, and uh, of course, the the ensuing reports were not good for Trayvon once they saw him on crutches in the locker room. Nick, you were in the building yesterday, just as much. Uh, as as a lot of the media was, I mean, what was the overall feeling of what happened? Yeah, I'll just kind of walk you through from my perspective what happened, or at least here inside the building, caught wind of it. Um, man, it, it was this practice was still going on. Heard that Diggs had limped off and uh, didn't look great. And then, um, you know, uh, me and Patrick Walker, uh, former uh, Talking Cowboys co-host uh, Patrick Walker, um, trying to dig on things and found out that it probably wasn't great. We were told it was it was bad. We, he was oh. he was at, he asked a certain person, good, bad, or really bad, and he was told bad. And uh, so we we're you know going into this whole whole deal with caution for sure and then um saw Trayvon Diggs on crutches uh walking past the locker room or hopping past the locker room um during the uh, uh, open locker room portion for media and then wasn't too long after that he had his MRI and confirmed that it was a, a clean ACL tear on his left knee uh very unfortunate I, I mean especially when you look at practice injuries that have happened so far this season just since the season has started with Tyler Smith and then I'm sure we'll get into it, but Tyler Biotish as well mm-hmm. uh, tweaked a hamstring yesterday. So uh, this this is pretty devastating. It, it it doesn't put the Cowboys out of contention for anything that they were already in contention for. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. If anything, it just puts the secondary right back in the same exact situation that they were last year, except Stephon Gilmore is now that reliable corner on the outside except instead of Trayvon Diggs. Um, but it's going to be kind of a rotating door until you figure out who is going to be the reliable guy on that boundary. I mean, that's something we'll get into, too. I think that's a fun conversation. But for Trayvon specifically, man, it's really tough. I mean, not only was this week his birthday, he was planning on going to Beyonce last 
night. He mm-hmm. had a suite rented out for him and his friends, and you know his his day just didn't go as he planned. And so um, I, I guess the bright news that you can take away from everything it was a clean tear, and that's what doctors prefer whenever they go in for uh, the surgery. So you know hopefully that'll help for a, a speedier recovery. He won't be back this season. You know there's yeah. there's there's no way he can, but uh, should be should be ready in time for training camp next year. And just kind of knowing Trayvon's mentality, I think that's a uh, very realistic that he'll be ready to go day one in Oxnard next season. But you know even if the Cowboys are able to go and and eclipse this journey and Carpe Omnia sees everything, still going to be a little bit of, you know, bittersweet in the back of your head knowing that Trayvon Diggs wasn't on the field for this journey. Yeah, really not much more to add to that. It sucks, man. Injuries suck. Um, They're going to, I mean, I definitely feel for him. I've had my fair share of injuries, things that have put me out for a lap straight of time, and um, ACLs, nothing to scoff at. No. It's a a real injury. It's not one that necessarily – you know, technology in the medicine field has necessarily improved upon, you know, astronomically. Um, you still have to wait, you know, a period of time and you still got to go through the down, downfalls and the mental strain and the, the dark places. So definitely prayers up for him and his journey back. It's going to be a frustrating one. Uh, he's going to need a ton of support. Uh, it, it, I don't know. I guess I was going to say if it, if it does help in any regard that, it's happening now so he can actually still be feel a part of the team the worst thing is like when this stuff happens towards the end of the year mm-hmm. and then everybody leaves yeah. you know what i mean like everybody leaves and you're just there with the trainers every day doing your thing everybody's you know everybody's traveling around the country and different you know going on vacations and kicking in and doing all the stuff and you feel super isolated, you know, um, at least during the year. If I'm trying to find a positive in it, right? At least during the year, you're in the meeting rooms. You're you're with your boys. You know, you're walking past them in the locker room. You're still seeing your guys every single day. And that's going to take up a good portion of his rehab. Yep. You know, I mean, he's going to be in the mix for a good portion of his rehab in the building with everybody else in the building. And that helps. That helps. And I know people are going to probably say I'm crazy, but, like, trust me. It helps when you have everybody else around you versus you just being isolated. And to that point, fortunately or unfortunately, he's not alone in the fact that he's recovering from a torn ACL. He's the fourth torn ACL since the start of training camp. You got rookie tight end John Stevens, uh, rookie linebacker DeMarvion Overshone, and then rookie receiver David Durden, all of them recovering from uh, torn ACLs. We've kind of seen John Stevens um, uh, really early in the morning getting getting work out there. It looks like he just had surgery, and then uh, DeMarvion Overshone just had surgery this week as well. So um, maybe similar timelines if Diggs is able to get the surgery done in two or three weeks weeks once the swelling goes down and i think this is uh it's a shock not only to to trayvon because of the way that he was playing i mean he was he was going yeah. at least through the first two weeks of the season was playing his best ball he was playing his playing yeah. his best ball as a coverage corner he was playing his best ball as a t- takeaway machine i mean he forced a fumble in, in week one had an interception in week two he was trending in the right direction for his career year career best year and this is talking about a guy who had 11 interceptions two years ago had 11 picks two years ago and he was playing his best football that's how good he was even Mike McCarthy saying it uh, this morning said it's just awful he was just playing off the charts and that's the way he practices too obviously a big blow your heart goes out to Trayvon this is our first big shot of adversity this is a real punch to the gut and a lot of Fans out there might have questions on how this happens in practice. I mean, you mentioned it already. Tyler Smith going down. Tyler Biotis a little banged up. Trayvon Diggs going down. In terms of just practice alone, Donovan Wilson, first practice of training camp. I mean, it, it happens. Practice injuries do happen, but this is a, it's a reoccurring theme this year. Mike McCarthy talked about that, that this morning, too, and I'm reading, reading this straight off of John Machota's Twitter. But he said, uh, this is on the one-on-one drill that Diggs was doing whenever the, the injury happened. It's a skill development that always goes on, especially with limited time in training camp. One-on-one drills are something that defensive backs and receivers need. Everything you do in the passing game is based on time clocks, so those reps are necessary. Not doing red zone one-on-one, I don't see that drill as a high risk itself. It's just one of those unfortunate things that happen when two guys are competing for the ball that can happen in any drill at any time. Yeah. So that's that's McCarthy's thought process. So if you're a fan out there and you're saying, what are these guys doing in practice? It's nothing different than what they've done in practice throughout just, their just careers. Injuries happen, man. Just injuries happen. There's nothing. I get it. I mean, it's just a bad run, right? I mean, yeah. you talk about four ACLs on one team. Your eyebrows kind of 
if your eyebrows don't raise up, then something's probably wrong with you. So you definitely perk up and try to figure out, okay, what's what's going on? Is it our training? Is it our is it our in our workload? And maybe it's not enough early on. Like you start, you question everything. Mm-hmm. Whenever you have have that consistent of an injury issue across the board, you know, talk about receiver, tight end. We got receiver, tight end, cornerback, and what was the last linebacker? One? And linebacker. I mean, it's crossing the board now, so it's not it's not position specific. So you do start questioning your you know what have you done this offseason that's different than any other year? Um, what have you done in terms of training camp that you that you haven't done any other year? So you definitely go back and you do your homework. And that's the strength. That's the strength staff. That's the rehabilitation staff. That's the you know the dietitians. Everybody's gonna go back and figure out. Okay, did we do anything different? Yeah. Is it our surfaces? Is it the cleats? Is it like what what is it? You know, I mean, you have to do it. You have to go back and un- unveil some things. But injuries happen. You know, injuries happen. Um, it just it just sucks. You know, you don't wish it upon anybody. No. Um, it's a part of the game. It really is. And I think another side of this, too, for, for Trayvon is he was a key member of possibly one of the best defenses in NFL history. We've talked about it. That is a potential. We're two weeks in. Yes, I know we're only two weeks in. Uh, there's a lot of football left to be played. But based off of what this team has done through the first two weeks, what the expectations were coming into the year, there was a ceiling for this defense that is an all-time great defense with the Legion of Boom, with the 70 Steelers, with the 85 Bears. They have a chance to be that good. This defense does. Even without Trayvon, they can still get to a generational-type defense. I completely believe that. They still have an elite-level pass rush. You have more depth in the secondary than you ever have in this building, I would argue, ever, ever in general. The one thing that really hurts, though, as football fans, not just Cowboys fans, but football fans, is the fact that even if they do reach the ceiling of being categorized as a generational defense, they're still not reaching the ceiling they would with Trayvon Diggs. It's still never going to be as good as it could have been because seven's not on the field. And that's what I think hurts the most, at least from a team standpoint. It's, of course, you're hurting for the players. Trayvon Diggs, prayers up, and there's a lot of people throughout the league, including guys on the Eagles, yeah. former players, current players. doesn't matter. Along the Everybody is saying the same thing. Prayers up to Trayvon Diggs, and everybody feels for the player itself. But as a team and as a fan base, this is a, a defense that has a chance to be absolutely legendary, but it's still not going to be as good because Trayvon Diggs is not on the field. And that that is a, you feel robbed as a football fan in doing that. Yeah, and I think you're going to really feel the, uh, the pain of him not being in the game whenever they have to go up against these really talented receiving cores that have a big body guy that would be perfect for Trayvon Diggs to match up against. First team that comes to mind is Philly, A.J. Brown, being able to yeah. line up on him and just put a body on him. And, you know, Gilmore has the opportunity to do that, but you also got Devontae Smith to cover, and you also got Dallas Goddard to cover. I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's other guys to it cover, was, too. It was already a challenge. It was already a challenge for yeah. sure, but, like, you know, that just that just takes it one step back and you just kind of got to readjust from there but um Deron Bland sounds like he's going to be the guy that moves out the boundary uh Jordan Lewis he's he's ready to go all right let's go man (laughs) so he's going to go right there in the nickel and um he's going to get his full workload I assume as early as this week and we'll see how that goes do you feel like you need to go get somebody else um, not not right now. Um, okay. For a couple of reasons, it, let, let's say Deron Bland does not work out on the boundary. You have uh, Nashawn Wright that's going to be coming off the IR here in a couple of weeks. You know that's that's an opportunity to try out. Uh, you also have Noah Igbenogany brought him in. Uh, he's a boundary guy that you can try out in that in that place as well. They have three guys that they can play with to put at boundary and see if one of them can be that reliable option. I think it's very worthy for Deron Bland to be able to be the first guy to get that opportunity just because of what he was able to do last year, stepping in at nickel and having that kind of opportunity and being able to to seize it. Uh, and now that Jordan Lewis is here to take his job back, Deron Bland, he could just move right over. And, man, if he if he could be a safety net at boundary and plays just as well as he did in the nickel last year, man, sign that man. Yeah, <laughs> Extend <right>. that man. <laughs> I, I completely agree. I think, man, you look across the board in terms of the depth at the secondary. Any other team in the NFL loses an all-pro corner, all of a sudden you're saying they're, they're done. They're toast. They're going to have some depth issues. Corner's a lot like offensive line in ways where the depth isn't always there. I mean, there's a, it's hard to find really good shutdown corners. Mm-hmm. Stephon Gilmore is going to have to step up, too. Uh, and he's on the back end of his career. He's not playing, of course, at the same level as he did when he was a defensive player of the year. But he is a solid corner one. He has been a corner one throughout his career. 
So he's going to have to step up and fill that role initially. But behind him, I do have confidence. I think the Ron Bland might play better on the outside than he does on the inside. Jordan Lewis looks healthy coming back from injury. I'm excited to see him get some reps, and I think it all just kind of fits into place based off of the way this roster was built and based off of the investment they've made at the cornerback position. Yeah, I would base it off of I, – I need to see Nation. Yeah. I really need to see Nation. Um I believe that Deron Bland is very capable. I think he's obviously an excellent nickel corner. Obviously, you know, Jay Lou is back, so that's that obviously cuts down into his reps. So he, he has the versatility to bump out. But is that what I believe that he does best? I don't think so. I don't think that's his most effective position. So I think you need, for a Dan Quinn style, I think you still need the long, lanky. Yeah guy and so I think you know that's not taking anything away from Deron Bland at all but he just doesn't have the size of a Trayvon he doesn't have the size of a Nation. so we need to see how Nation comes back and the impact that he has or doesn't have and then from there I think you have to make your decision on whether or not you need to bring in an additional guy because to your point the teams that you're going to have to beat have multiple people and you're going to need multiple people um, you know Deron Bland is probably going to need to be on the inside when you go out and dime He's, you're going to need him on the inside. You yeah. know, you're not going to want him on the outside. You're going to want him, him and Jay Lou, you know, guarding whoever it is on the inside, and you want some bigger guys on the outside, Gilmore and who. Uh, so if Nation comes out and takes care of business, then all right, the box is checked. But you still, um, you know, there's a couple guys that are in free agency that are going to be higher dollar guys. Obviously, the price always goes up whenever teams are in a need. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's probably a guy that that I would take a peek at that most Cowboys fans probably would not want to hear. <laughs> but I who think, is it? I, th- I, uh, I think Byron. Oh, yeah. that was not who I was expecting. That's okay. what I, was I don't think Cowboys fans would be as upset about that as anybody. Yeah. I mean, I he played well Brown. here. Anthony Brown went to San Fran this week. Yeah, yeah but he's, he got released. He released him already? Yeah. Well, that's not a good sign. He released him yesterday. That's not a good sign. Yeah, that's not a good sign. So um, so I, I would say Byron Jones. Um, so I, my, my initial thought was A.B., but he got picked up a couple of days ago being released that quickly. Yeah, it's not a good sign. Um, There's a couple names out there. Kyle Fuller, I believe, is still out on the yeah. block. Casey Hayward's out there, I'm too. talking about just like the I athleticism. <clears throat> some, of those, some of those guys are older. Yeah, for some sure, guys for are sure. older, right? You know, you talking about you know Byron Jones. I think he's still just thirty. Yeah. Um, he has the size, athleticism that you're bringing you back, want, right? And I don't, I don't think that he left on bad terms. I just they weren't going to pay him the way he wanted to get paid. So, I, I think probably in the front office, I think he's probably in still good graces there in terms of athleticism. He's a Dan Quinn-ish type guy. He's explosive. He's tall. He's fast. I mean, he has all the attributes. Now, can he still get out of his break? I don't know. That's what they have to bring him in for a workout for. You got three guys here in the building that I, I'm confident in one of those three being able to work up. out. Yeah. And I think the wild card is Izzy Mukwamu as well. Yeah. Um, so you really have four guys that yes, you, can, you, you can play around with. And, I mean, you can play around with these guys until week eight, week nine. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have time. Yep. Um, and being up 2-0, that definitely helps mm-hmm. that helps this situation as well. But but you do have now you do have an available roster spot. For sure. It, do you, would you rather have it to throw in a corner when you have those guys to, to play around with? Or would you rather put it at offensive line, linebacker? I think that's going to be – Probably the biggest discussion with with this front office. What what do they do with that open spot now? That's a good point. By the way, I'm looking back over Byron Jones. I was wondering why I haven't heard anything of him recently, but Byron Jones medically retired from the NFL. So, yeah, he's unavailable. Oh, wow. Yeah, he tweeted a couple years ago whenever he stopped playing after 2021 that he can't run or jump. Like that was a, I remember that now that I'm thinking about it and I went back and looked at it. It's got the the tweet and basically he said, I, I'm done. I'm out. So that we're so bad at our jobs. No, I mean, <laughs> talking no, I mean we just haven't no, sometimes right, right. talked about Byron Jones in a couple of years. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, I mean, guys, no, I'm not going to. Yeah, I'll leave it alone. But either, sometimes guys say things to get themselves out of out of certain, certain situations. situations. Okay. I mean that's if that is true. I that, 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 I feel bad for Byron Jones if he yeah. can't run or jump, especially how far he can jump. That's we were just talking about Byron Jones's broad jump yesterday during it's during incredible. practice. It's yeah, it's world renowned. Yeah, world record, right? Wouldn't, Something like wouldn't that. Like that. Something but like that. Either way, I, I think there are options. I think there's options in the building, kind of like yeah. Nick is saying. But if those don't work out, you do have options outside. For sure. Of yeah. No, you definitely give those guys the first first. You know, right at least give them a look. Maybe maybe you kick the tires. You bring in a couple of those names that, that are you take a peek available. at. Them. I mean, they do that weekly, anyways. I mean, every team's bringing in guys to take a look at them and see what they look like. Yeah. So, I mean, it happens naturally. Now they don't have to sign those guys, but they're always the 
<clears throat> that front office is always a scouting department is always bringing in more talent trying to see hey that's why i tell people all the time like this is one of the most stressful jobs you can have because your job is always on the line yep. and you wonder why these guys why players in the nfl always want to get their guaranteed money well it's because you're seeing guys come in by the bus loads <laughs> every yep. week trying to trying out on the field trying to take your job NFL, not for long. Not for long. Not for long. Well, again, best wishes to Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. Uh, hopeful, speedy, efficient, uh, quick recovery for Trayvon Diggs. And I, I want to see Seven back out on the field better than ever. I believe he will be. Yep. You even ask his teammates. Parsons said it. Curse said it. There, there's been a lot of reaction among, uh, around the league and, of course, in the building. And there's a lot of support for Trayvon Diggs and what he brings to the table. He'll be a cowboy for a long time. This is just one step in, a, in the adversity, one step in the right direction. Uh, every day from here on out will be a good thing for Trayvon Diggs. All right, when we come back, we'll give you our players to watch for the Cowboys and the Cardinals. It certainly changes now with Trayvon's injury. Plus, we'll give you some weekly over-unders to look at and what we think uh, you could possibly talk about in terms of being the best and smartest in the room come Sunday afternoon. Then, of course, our pick'em segment coming up a little bit after that. You're watching Talking Cowboys on DallasCowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Cowboys fans, after that move, we've just coined the term Rowdy Replay. Let's roll back the tape. Okay, there's our mascot Rowdy cheering on the boys, and now he's on his phone on his Bank of America mobile banking app? Staying on top of his finances with his virtual financial assistant, Erica. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, Cowboys fans just can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices message and data rates may apply member fdic welcome back into dear doctor the show where i answer life's questions with an ice cold can of dr pepper sheila let's hear from our next caller would you dear doctor my friend supported me during a tough time but what's the right gift that says thanks for being a shoulder to cry on okay this one's easy i say give her a delicious dr pepper nothing says thanks girl better than a -a one-of-a-kind soda Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper is the one you deserve. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. This portion of Talking Cowboys is brought to you by Quaker Oats, the official super trusted superfood oatmeal sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, Quaker Oats. Back here on Talking Cowboys, Isaiah Stanback, Nick Harris. I'm Kyle Yeomans as we take a look ahead to week two with the Arizona Cardinals and the Dallas Cowboys. We'll have our pick'em segment coming up in just a couple moments. If you want to be our guest picker this week, 888-855-2297. That's again, 888-855-2297. Give us a call and we'll have you on in that final segment. All right, Nick Harris, I want you to talk players to watch i want one on both sides of the football we'll start offense we'll go give both offensive players to watch and then we'll switch over to the defense i feel like i know who his offensive player is and i don't want to steal it from him so mm. i'm gonna take brandon cook you're a liar that's mine i was gonna take <laughs> <laughs> man. 
Uh, Brandon Cooks. I, I think uh, he has a big day on Sunday. Wait, who did you think his guy was? I thought your guy was going to be Tony Pollard. Ooh, yeah. man. Yeah. He, Nick's 0 for 3. Yeah. <laughs> That's tough. Can't days. wait to hear what that, what that board looked like from last week. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, was better, it was better than last week for me. <laughs> for me. Uh, but no, Brandon Cooks. I'm going to go ahead and say it with my chest. He has the most receiving yards in the entire game. On Sunday afternoon, Brandon mm. Cooks. I think he has a receiver. What? <laughs> Isaiah just poked in your shoe. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he has the most yards of any receiver on the field. On the defensive side of the ball. Well, real quick, I'm going to start with the offense on both sides. But I, I want to ask a follow-up on, on Cooks first. I mean, so you're saying he's completely healthy, no questions. He's going to be good to go on Sunday. Uh, he's going to play on Sunday, as far yep. as I know. Okay, yep. there you go. Who's your offensive guy? He's a thief. <laughs> I was going to go with B. Cooks because of how much zone these guys play. And I believe Lots that the, um, the over routes are going to be Cooks' best friend this week. Um, but since you take, you took him from me, I'm going to go with, uh, let's go with Hindog. Peyton Hendershot? Hindi. Okay. Hindog, I think he has his, his uh, I was going to, I need to rephrase that one. Um, he has his party. <laughs> he has his party. Okay. Yeah, he has <laughs> It almost came out of my mouth there. Uh, uh, he has his party. Um, yeah, he's gonna. Everybody's gonna find out exactly who who eighty nine is this week. Is he a rushing or receiving? Oh, touchdown? receiving, receiving, receiving. Yeah, the middle of the field is gonna be gonna be booty butt naked open. Uh, there's a lot of gaps in his zone. And you didn't hold that one back. Nah, booty butt naked. <laughs> that's fine. like his thing. Booty butt. The other one's gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> I was gonna be in a prison. This, you're talking one. to a man that's wearing a Bobby Boucher shirt. Currently. Oh, man. <laughs> I like those two. Um, yeah, so we're gonna go. I'm gonna go with Hindog. <laughs> it's Friday, baby. I love it. It is Friday. This is like the third uh, goofy Friday we've had. Hey, we yeah. oh, hey look at your shirt now. That's a that now. I might have to add him to this shirt. You throw Charles Haley. Charles, on Charles Haley. Who would you rather have? Ooh, that was fun. Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher. <laughs> Bobby Boucher. Okay. Uh, my offensive player to watch actually comes on the offensive line. Tyler Biotish. We didn't get to talk about him in the opening segment because Trayvon Diggs news, of course, dominated the headlines. But Trayvon Diggs a little banged up with a hamstring. Nick, what are the oh, – you, you got a question. Tyler, you said Trayvon. Uh, what? I think you accidentally said Trayvon. You said Trayvon Diggs. You mean okay. Tyler Biotish. I meant Tyler Biotish. No, sorry. I was saying because um, Trayvon Diggs' headlines yeah. dominated the first segment. Yeah. Didn't get to talk about Tyler Biotish's Correct. injury at a hamstring. I, I, I'm concerned. I don't know the severity of that. I do question, though, who is the backup center? Brock Hoffman. Brock Hoffman off, or TJ Bass. TJ Bass has been getting a lot of center reps during practice. Mark. So if I had to bet, it would be Bass just because they can't elevate Hoffman again without – dropping him and then signing him to the active roster they've already used his two activations mm -hmm. so uh my guess would be tj bass okay do you know the severity of the tyler biotis does injury? not sound like it's going to keep him out on sunday mike mccarthy talked about it this morning on the fan um i don't remember the exact quote but it, he, he felt good about him playing sunday that's good but yep. still one guy to watch because if he's banged up and he's not necessarily playing well you need tyler biotis to perform in the middle of that offensive line no you absolutely do. i think that's definitely somebody to watch if he touches the field mm -hmm. i do i do get the bubblies yeah i'm drinking my green tea um i get Your the bubblies. black rifle coffee absolutely um they need it i'm looking where, where y'all waiting uh i get the bubblies because hamstrings don't heal in two days mm. they linger if, if if you're if you hurt your hamstring enough to where you have to vacate practice that's probably not healing in two days. So I'm concerned. I'm, I'm truly concerned um, as to the severity. And then even if it is playable, because I've played on tweaked hamstrings before, mm -hmm. you're not 100. I mean, we were told it was not even close to the severity of Tyler Smith's, and it only kept him out two weeks. That's good. Uh, just the, the one thing that scares me kind of along with Isaiah is the fact that there's not a whole lot behind him. For sure. Tyler Smith, you could at least plug in multiple guys. You could plug in yep. Chuma Adoga. You could plug in TJ Bass. Not saying those guys are the equivalent of Tyler Smith. Of course no. not. But you have guys. Yep. At center, you you got the same guys that you would put at guard, but a little out of position at center. And it's, I mean, it's Bubbles. one of two positions that touches the football on every single play. Zach Martin center. <laughs> Push Stop over. This. Stop this. That would be actually really Stop. interesting. That, that sounds like that something you fun. would put on Madden. You yeah. would do, do in the over. middle of Madden. All right. 
Uh, defensive players to watch. I'll let Nick start. Or actually, you know what? Nick stole Isaiah's offense. You're a thief, player. sir. Yeah, go I'm ahead gonna and steal give, mine. I'm going I'm to take Isaiah steal first. Steal mine. J. Lou. Dang, you didn't steal mine. <laughs> That's a good one. Yep. Got to keep your eye on J. Lou. Um, obviously, they worked him into the system a little bit last week. I'm mm-hmm. um, trying to get his feet wet, trying to make sure that there's not too much demand uh, coming back to the game. Um, but I think that. He's going to have opportunity to get his feet all the way wet, right? He put his toe in the water last week. Now he got to go at least ankle deep. At um, least. At least ankle deep to figure out exactly what that temperature is like. So I, I foresee him having a relatively good game. He's going to have plenty of opportunities. However, he will be tested. He will be tested because these guys have the go juice at the receiver position. They're 4-3 across the board. Um, they're going to get up and go. And, you know, you're really hoping that your defensive line continues to play like they've played. Um, but these guys can get down the field quick, fast, in a hurry. Yeah, I, I obviously the secondary and especially Deron Bland filling in for Trayvon. I think that's a huge thing to watch on mm-hmm. Sunday. But I, I'm going to stick with my guns here. What I would have said yesterday and, and say to Marcus Lawrence, um, there's a really big opportunity for him this week to get active in the run game once again, going up against a first-round offensive tackle in Paris Johnson, being able to fight him off and stay active in the run game. I mean, if this offense finds any success on Sunday, it's going to be it's going to start with Josh Dobbs and James Conner getting going in the run game. You know, Josh Dobbs. Who's that? Josh Dobbs with like 74 rushing 74. yards. 4.9 and then uh and then james connor getting active as well <laughs> james connor fresh off a 100 yard performance he's actually looked pretty efficient so far this season so uh demarcus lawrence getting active in the run game yeah. i think he's the best run defender on this team so gotcha. uh, getting getting him going for can sure. you remind the people what to keep an eye out for for this game <laughs> What's uh, on the line, yeah guys? so i think there's a uh there's a there's a bet on the line joshua dobbs who set a career high last week with 41 rushing yards against the new york giants mm-hmm. isaiah believes because of the scheme because of the the structure of the offense mm-hmm. And because of the way things could go in this game, that Joshua Dobbs would have 75 yards rushing, (laughs) have 75 yards rushing. Uh And if he does do that, Nick has agreed graciously Graciously. to to wear all pink and a fluffy tutu. A fluffy one. Jess Navarez, by the way, says that she has one. Yeah, she was she was more than ready to yeah, go ahead and offer free. that tutu. Really? Quick. She's so, like, oh, I got one. And yeah. I was like, so, nice. There you go. Sick. I was like, nice. you won't need it, but we, appreciate it. Yeah, but if you if we do, <laughs> I'll be here early yards. on Monday. I will be here early on Monday. Oh, and, uh, yeah, dude. We're going to be up here like <laughs> easy money. right here. <laughs> By the way, this wood needs to be replaced. It, it hasn't does. worked out so it far. It does after yesterday. And by, and by the way, Cowboys Nation, okay, listen. I don't want him to run for 75 yards because him running for 75 yards will cause a heck of a headache for our defense. Unless it's like garbage time, which would be great, too. I think that would be okay, the ideal scenario. I agree. Scenario. I agree. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, don't want that to happen, but I definitely want to see him in a tutu. <laughs> this is kind of a thing. I need, that, I need that blackmail for sure. Haters. You see what they do to me, John? Haters elevate you. See this? You yeah. have to have haters in your life, everybody. <laughs> You've officially made it once you have haters, exactly. right? That's the thing. That's the best. So if if things go down, of course, on the ground mm. on Sunday, see what you do there, boom. You, then you gotta shake it before you bake it. Joshua Dobbs <laughs> will have Nick Harris wearing a tutu on Sunday. Honestly, I'm with you. I don't think he's having anywhere close to 75 yards on the ground, but it could happen. Mm. It certainly could happen. It's going. By the down. way, uh, on big facts today, there's a big fact. Big facts about quarterbacks running. If there was any knock against the Cowboys' defense in the first two games, perhaps it's allowing the quarterbacks to get loose on the ground. In two games, the Cowboys have allowed 172 rushing yards, 79 of which have been to the quarterbacks. So far, 45% of their opponents' ground game have come from the legs of Zach Wilson and Daniel Jones. Something to watch against Joshua Dobbs, who had a 23-yard rushing touchdown last week against the Giants. So they listen to our show. 79 total in two weeks? Doesn't sound like... Yeah, but those weren't scripted runs. I mean, neither would Joshua Dobbs. Are you serious? I mean, if, he, right. if the the bulk of his r- rushing action on Sunday will be getting out of the pocket. All right. I'm confident I don't, I don't disagree with that, but I think that there would be more schemed runs in this one game For by sure. the quarterback than there has been in the first no, two I, games. I agree with <laughs> yeah. you there. I'm just saying it won't work. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying it's I hope not it doesn't. I hope it doesn't, but I do want to see you in a tutu. It would be really fun. <laughs> first bet of the year on Talking Cowboys. I love it. Friendly bets. All right. A uh, couple over-under speaking bets. We're not making any bets. This is not off of any website. This is just for funsies, just to look at what the performances could be from these individual players. Tony Pollard's had 70 yards and 72 yards in the first two games. Over, whatever it is. 71. Over. Just the average of right where it is, right in the middle. I think he gets active early and often, and I think he's going to break off a couple big ones. Mm. I think he gets over 100. Get after it. What do you think? I give him a 102. I love it. Okay. 
first triple digit game for Tony Pollard. I'm going to say over two. I think so. Uh, Zach Ertz, Oof. he's been active. Yes. Turning back the clock a little bit. He's had a pretty good start to the season. You have the three headed monster at safety, though, Kyle. They're so, back, baby. Three and a half catches, receptions uh-huh. for, jo- or for Zach Ertz. Ooh. Three and, three and a half? Oh, he's going to have three catches. Uh, three and a half, yeah. Absolutely. So, over? Yeah, I think he'll have about seven catches. Oof. Goodness yeah, They're going to feed him. They're going to feed him. I think seven. he had six last week. Yeah. Yeah? They're so, going to feed the crap out of him. And they, so, did uh, I set this a little too low? They feed Trey McBride, their other tight end, quite a bit as yes, well. Yes, they do. I think between the two, they had nine receptions last week yeah. and eight the week before. Yeah. It's hard to tell which one it is, too, because they're pretty similar. He, he, has, he no. has 18 targets and 12 receptions already, just for 77 yards and no touchdowns. Listen, so it's his, been listen, very short He's stuff. going to be hype. His wife just re- played her last game last night. Is like, that true? Yep. She wow, played her last wow. game last night uh, for you know U.S. national team, mm-hmm. so he's going to be excited. Uh, I'm going to go over as well. Okay, over on that one. Um, Joshua Dobbs, one and a half interceptions. Mm. So that means do the Cowboys have two picks again? I don't. I don't see two picks. So under for you? Yeah. Just smart. Make he's a decision smart, he's a smart dude, man. Okay. I'll. Uh, I'm going to say over. <laughs> Dun dun dun! I would love for Deron Bland just to go ahead and get his get his second one of the year playing about a second and That's his third. Fun fact right there. That was second, third, fourth. Oh yeah, yeah. NFL Network is playing on the TV screen behind us as Dak Prescott making his 100th career start versus the Cardinals on Sunday. That's pretty cool. That's cool. How about that? Something to look forward to. Congrats, Dak. 100 Congrats career on starts. How about that? And he has 400 more to go to catch Nick Eastman. Speaking yeah. Speaking yeah. of <laughs> Dak Prescott, so far this year. Just 398 yards through the air. Two passing touchdowns. He hasn't had an interception yet. I'll set the over-under 240 passing yards. I'll do 240 and a half, so that way it's... Yeah, I'm going over. Okay. I'm going over. Over 240? I I I think everyone gets involved. You get a couple receiver touchdowns finally. Again, Brandon Cooks, I think, has a big day, so I'm going to go over. Okay. I don't see it. I think 230-ish. Maybe. Uh, I'm interested to see how Coach McCarthy schemes things up against this defense. Mm-hmm. I think this is the style of defense that historically has caused Dak problems. So I'm interested to see if they continue with their getting the ball out their hands quickly, staying true to the West Coast. There was a couple times last week where Coach McCarthy really started trying to – I, I felt I felt like it was Kellen Moore-ish in terms of starting mm-hmm. trying to sit in the pocket a little bit longer, push things down the field. I'm hoping that he sticks with the West Coast, get it out your hands quickly um, because these guys, they disguise the crap out of their coverages. And, yeah. and Dak has struggled with that in the past. Um, do you think C.D. Lamb gets a receiving touchdown? Yeah. Oh, 0.5 receiving touchdowns for C.D. Lamb this week. Yeah. Sure. Over. C.D. Lamb, by the way, the only player in the NFL right now to account for over half of his team's receiving yards in 2023. He's, he's accounting for 55.3% of their receiving total so far this year. Of course, doesn't still have a, doesn't have a touchdown yet, but that would be the fourth highest percentage of in NFL history if he continues to take up that big of a chunk of the receiving yards through the, the rest of the way. Only Cowboys player with over 50 receiving yards in 2023. How about that? Tony Pollard second with 49. So there's some over-unders, something to look forward to coming up on Sunday. Cowboys, Cardinals, 325 kickoff on Fox. Mm. When we come back, it's time to make some picks. Woo! We're going to start looking through the NFL slate. We're going to update the standings. Things got really, really close over the last week, and I'll tell you why. Give us a call. Be our guest picker, 888-855-2297. We'll continue with more Talking Cowboys and our pickums this week when we come back. They say champions are remembered, but legends are never forgotten. United Ag and Turf offers a winning lineup of John Deere equipment built to tackle any challenge on and off the field. Legendary John Deere tractors, combines, residential mowers, commercial mowers, compact construction equipment, gator utility vehicles, and a full line of golf and sports turf equipment. United Ag and Turf, the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com to find a location near you. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. 
Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at GetJackBlack.com slash Cowboys with the code CowboysVIP. That's GetJack black.com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable and now todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour but the good news is todd has at&t 5g that is fast reliable and secure and he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew at&t 5g fast reliable secure it's not complicated 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys. This segment is brought to you by the Cowboys Fan of the Year, presented by Captain Morgan, and also brought to you by Invisalign, the official smile of the Dallas Cowboys. Welcome back in. Nick Harris. Isaiah right. Stanback. I'm Kyle Yeoman. Let's right. update the standing, shall we? It's been two sad segments for me. Bring now. it on now, Con- Nick. Congratulations, Nick. You got your first Stop. regular season <laughs> non-Cowboys win last week. Hey. Nick Harris went 3-3. Three and three. Oh, crap. Great job for Thank Nick. You, Mr. 500. <laughs> yep, 500 last week. Currently 4-8 and eight overall in his pick-ems. Oh. It's not how you start, how you finish. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah long way to go. Yeah. Long way to go. Uh, and then... <laughs> Outside of Nick Harris still bringing up the rear, which has been really the norm the first two weeks, is the fact that the, the everything flipped on its head. John and Isaiah did not have a great week. What? In week one. Oh. But they both had good weeks in week two. That's right. I had the best week in week one. I did not have a great week wow. in week two. What was your week two, Kyle? I had a three and three record. Five hundred. Uh, five hundred. So I'm at seven and five overall. Mm, so is Isaiah, who went five and one last Ooh, week. Best week across go. the board. Great job. Uh, the only game that I lost was the Seattle Seahawks. Are you freaking kidding me? They let us all down in week one. We all picked against them in week two, and then they won in oh, week no. two. Seahawks. That's ridiculous. You're get. I can't believe it. So John. Isaiah and myself were all tied at seven and five. Let's go. John went four and two last week. The fans also went four and two, which means the fans have a one game lead. What? Whoa. In the Talking Cowboys segments. Erroneous. Shout out to Brian in Colorado, Abe in Las Vegas. Abe in Las Vegas, he went four and two last week, but he also, I was looking back at our records. I'm blocking his number. In the wild card round last year, he went undefeated. <laughs> I'm blocking his number. Abe was the only undefeated champion. In terms of the pick'em, so uh, I've got the next one on the line. Uh, let's go with Mario in South Texas. Mario's a—he's a, a regular caller. He's done this a couple times. Last time he was on, he went six and one. We had an extra game that week. He went six and one. Mario, do you think you can keep that rolling? No, well, I picked a good week to call in, didn't I? With all the pressure on in first place. Yeah, all the pressure, all sorts of it. We have John's picks, by the way. They are in and submitted. Let's start things off with the Falcons and the Lions. Nick, I'll let you start things off. Uh, I'm going to go with the Lions here. Falcons have looked strangely good on defense, so uh, but I'm going to take the Lions. Yeah, I'm going to take Dan Campbell at home all day. Mario, who you got? I'm actually going to take the Falcons in this one, Kyle. Woo! I think uh, – I think the loss of uh, Chauncey's Gardner-Johnson is going to be huge for that Lions defense. Okay. Taking the Falcons. What do you think? Solid point. I think i got to stay with some – got to go Lions. Lions? Yeah. Okay. So Lions across the board. Congrats. Oh, wait. Excuse me. Mario picked the Falcons, so we saved it. We're good. We're okay. Uh, Chargers at the Vikings. Two 0-2 teams. One of those two teams will be 0-3. 0-3. Unless they tie somehow. But, uh, of course, I don't think that's happening. Don't come to me first on this one. Uh, Mario, we'll go to you first on this one. Uh, two high-power offenses over there. Um, I'm going to go with the team that has a better defense, and that's the Chargers. Chargers. I think I'm going to go with L.A. on the road here, too. Hostile environment. 
up in Minneapolis. I still think the Chargers get it done. I think they're too good of a team, too talented of a team to start 0-3. I can look at the Vikings and see why they would be 0-3. What do you think, Isaiah? Yeah, my heart's telling me the Vikings, but I'm going to rock with the Chargers. Rocking with the Chargers. What you think? <sighs> this is a coin flip for me, but since everyone's picking L.A. here, I'm just going to take the Vikings. Hopefully I get a game back. <laughs> this, is, this is strategy. This Ooh. is playing defense. All right. Patriots at the Jets. The last opponent for the Cowboys hosting the next opponent for the Cowboys, of course, after the Cardinals this week. All right. What do you think, Isaiah, on this one? I'm rocking with double B. Bill Belichick? Mm-hmm. I was think I was trying to rack my brain if there was a Jets double B somewhere down <laughs> the, the line. By the way, did you see who they picked up? The Jets? Yes, Will Patriots? Greer. Will Greer. He will also be making his return to AT&T Stadium very under the radar uh, next week. Mm, be fun. That would be fun. Do you think he gets a win this week? Uh, I don't think he gets a win, but I think Mac Jones gets a win. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll say, yeah, I'll say the pa- the Patriots get the win on the road against the Jets. Mario, I gotta go uh, with Belichick here. Um, he's gonna find a way to completely neutralize Zach Wilson. So I'm going Patriots. All right, Steelers at the Raiders mm. in this one. Two teams still trying to get off uh, to a better start, both at one and one. I'm gonna take the Steelers at. Or Steelers on the road to get a win in this one. Give me Pittsburgh to pull it out. I liked some of the things I saw from them on Monday Night Football, but I still think they uh, they get it done on the road. I'm going to take the Raiders. Raiders. I like the, I like the Raiders at home. Ooh. Isaiah? Mike Tomlin. Let's go. Tomlin all the way. Mario? Isaiah and I are saying page today. The Raiders are somewhat a state of a disarray, so i got to go with the consistency of Mike Tomlin. He's going to have his team ready. Going with the Steelers. All right, the Eagles at the Buccaneers, two teams that are 2-0. and The only meeting of 2-0 and teams this week. I never want to pick the Eagles, but I think I'm probably going to pick the Eagles in this one. Yeah. Give me give me Philly getting the win. I'm with you. That's I hate Fly, Eagles, that. fly. Yeah. No, God! Why would you ever on this show, in this building, ever do such a thing? I got to get some thing? games back. What just happened? Don't ever. What just happened, Kyle? He's talking about the North Texas Eagles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the only way I'm not jumping across the table right now. All right. I got to go with the Eagles. Of course. Okay. Mario? Beamer, you got to edit out that fly, Eagles fly. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm sure Beamer's going to clip a steel shot of my face on that and make that the thumbnail for the show. Disappointed. Mario, what do you think? I'm going the upset here, guys. I'm taking the Buccaneers. Um, The Eagles have been suspect on defense, and I think Baker Mayfield – crazy to say is going to chop them up. You know what? I like it, Mario. I like it. Go and pick the the Buccaneers. That's that's a good one. Uh, I like you, but you're crazy. You're crazy. I like it. <laughs> I, I, I think there's a chance there. There's a reason I put it on the list. I, I think there's a chance the Buccaneers win. I just think Philly's too talented right now. And I, fi- I think they force Baker Mayfield into multiple mistakes. That's ultimately the case. Now, will they beat the Cowboys? No, they will not. They will get no. swept by the Cowboys. No. All right. I'll put that out there right now, and I'm not going to take it back. Cowboys at the Cardinals. Dallas on the road in the desert against Arizona. They go down to State Farm Stadium. It always seems like something crazy happens in Phoenix whenever the Cowboys play the Cardinals. Anything crazy happening this week, Mario? We'll let you start this one out. Cowboys get to 3-0. Uh, yes, they do. So um, Some crazy things have happened in, in Arizona, like you've said, but they got some motivation this week. Anybody that's played a lick of football knows that your brother's on the field and they're going to play for their brother number seven out there. Hmm. And um, that hurt that they're feeling right now is going to turn into rage by Sunday. And unfortunately, the Arizona Cardinals is going to be <laughs> the target of that rage. So staying it with my chest, uh, I got the go. Cowboys winning 41-15. to 15. Ooh, 41-15. Mario in South Texas doing a great job as always. I hope you get all your picks right uh mario again thanks for calling thanks for for listening to the show and being a loyal listener all the way through we appreciate you as always and we'll talk to you again soon all the time guys appreciate you guys appreciate it, all right. See there you he know. goes mario in south texas always great he's always promised us a big tex-mex dinner too oh he God. keeps talking about these yeah. these enchiladas hey i will go down to the valley that is not a problem yeah i think we can make it work go see an edinburgh versus edinburgh vea game on a Friday night, mm. swing by Mario's crib on the way, mm. have some food. I'm still mad at you. Oh. <laughs> I'm still mad at I'm you. I'm taking the boys. Yeah, that was okay. I'm You're taking the boys. Taking the I'm, I'm going to make up for it. Not only are they going to win, they're going to cover. Oh. Okay. Yeah. What is the line? I don't... 12 and a half. 
Okay. Yeah, I think they cover that too. Yeah. What, what's your final score? I, I've said 38-13 this week. I'm going to stick with it, even with Trayvon Diggs out. I'm just going to go ahead and stick with it. 38-13. Got it. What you think? I am my brother's keeper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who said that? Uh, Micah. <laughs> I was about Micah to say, said, like, wait. Micah said, I am my brother's keeper. It's like, what are we referencing here? Micah's going to be a little angry. Yep. I think they win 27-10. Okay. 27-10. Man, the, the storylines we would have about this offense coming out if they only score 27 points. 27-10. Okay. Now, the what po- would be a, a confident performance from this offense? How many, like, maybe not points or stats, but, like, what, what would make you feel confident coming out of this? 350-plus yards total and balanced attack. Like 150 on the ground, 200 through the air. That sounds great to me. Getting more guys involved. That too, yeah. yeah. Get a couple receiver touchdowns maybe. One for Lamb, one for Cooks. That would be great. 60% in red zone, 66% in the runner. That'd be nice too. Yeah, yeah. red zone would be great. That would be good. Uh, I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one. I'm going to take them big. 34-7. to seven. Dallas on the road. Just get this thing done. Get it taken care of. And a big time win mm. for the Cowboys. Our pod picks this week. Which player will have, a fir- or have the first defensive touchdown if there is one this week? Defensive touchdown for the Cowboys. Bobby Boucher, <laughs> not, and we'll say not on uh, non offensive, so it could be special teams too. Um, hmm. So you're going to say Micah or uh, Bobby Boucher? No. That's right. Uh, if there is a defensive touchdown, why not? Let's go. Let's go, J. Lou, huh? Mm, that would be a storybook thing, huh? I'll take uh, I'll take J. Ron Curse. Curse. J-Ron. Give me Malik Hooker. I'll take Malik Hooker on the back end. I think he's the one. How do you think about he had one a couple post times. interception running ability? What were, what were your thoughts on that? On J. Ron? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, trying to find some open field, shedding <laughs> off some guys. What about Almost the ball security? In there. The <laughs> ball security had hey, he didn't fumble. <laughs> it was very Lashawn McCoyish. Yeah, <laughs> straightforward. Yeah, didn't didn't love that one. There you go. Cowboys Cardinals three twenty five kickoff Central Time on Fox. That'll be a whole lot of fun for for this week, week three of the NFL season. Hope you had as much fun as we did previewing it throughout the week. We'll be back on Monday with 9 a.m. Central time to break it all down for you following the week three matchup between the Cowboys and the Cardinals. For Chris Beam in the back, Isaiah Stanback, Nick Harris, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from the star in Frisco. We'll see you on Monday with more Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!